Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. The Everything Sequel podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad. Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Rambo Edition. Or is it First Blood Edition? It's hard to say. I think it's the Rambo Edition. My name is Michael Schantz. I am from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, your friend and mine, Tom Stewart from Lonesome Whistle Productions. Give it to me, Tom. What you choose to call hell, he calls home. You know where you stand in a hellhole. Folks lend a hand in a hellhole. You know you're in for something special when, in the first few seconds of the first sequel, they've already accidentally quoted Spinal Tap lyrics. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. That's fantastic. I'm, you know, to be I'm to, dumbfounded by these movies. To to be fair, I mean my my choice of one-liners was uh about a page long. Uh, well, yeah, of course. Mostly from tra- I was going to say that that one line is one of several refrains from Colonel Troutman about yes. how you're going to get some come up and they're mostly, yeah. I, I, I remember mean, this about Rambo. We'll, we'll get there, but there is a scene, there is an interrogation scene in Rambo Three that serves purely to elicit one-liners about Rambo from Troutman. Yeah, and they're just everything that that uh, the Russian general uh, Jason, uh, whatever he's called, Jason, Zason. Uh, it's not Jason, right. is it? It's, it must be J- Zason. Um, says it's just a setup. <laughs> every single every single thing he says. It's not a question, it's just a setup for a one-liner. <laughs> I, I so want to talk about that moment in that film right now this second, but like you said, we'll have to wait. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, we're here, of course, for a mini-sode. We are here to rank these sequels and declare them good or bad. Why are you laughing already? <laughs> I just... I'm... As if, as if the thought of it is just ridiculous. <laughs> it is a little bit. <laughs> I mean, okay. Here's the thing about these sequels. You can divide the sequels in half, to in my mind. Boy, you can. You know. <laughs> you said a mouthful. I mean, the first two sequels are... So yeah, are such a product of their time. They're such 80s movies. <laughs> and then the last two are so divergent from those two movies. So to me, it's an interesting exercise in ranking them and declaring them good or bad because, again, it gives a clue to, at least for each of us, how what we value in movies so i am and what we value in sequels right definitely i mean yeah i i was i was particularly drawn to that watching these movies 
like back to back to back, back to, to back, back you know, know uh, over the past week um because i mean the crit- for, as far as i can tell the critical consensus is that these movies get progressively worse over time and well po- and the kind of politically the first and in terms right. of filmmaking quality they they completely you know they decline to a you know a, a crushing nadir um but you know, a lot of that is held in relation to First Blood, the origin, the movie that all these movies is to some extent based on, and how how respected and loved a movie. Right, that was. and that's the other thing is that they're all so different from that first movie. And we embrace that because I the... watched that first movie recently too. Me too. Well, uh, so. You take a movie, especially, and, and it's an unusual movie for 1982. It's a 70s movie made two years too late. Made, right. <laughs> but I'm astonished when I watch that movie and think to myself, this movie has something to say. Yeah. And it's saying something about serving this country and what it can do to your mind and your body bef- long before we were ever talking about that. Mm-hmm. Which I find really interesting. Yeah. I mean, let's not bury the lead here. We're not talking about that movie, Mike. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, um, uh, but what I was going to say... I'm just saying it's worth noting. It is worth noting. Because, I, and it, because all the sequels... I guess my point is all the sequels... Just completely deny that. Um. Well, we'll get there. I mean, what? Not what, maybe completely, but they go back and forth. I think is a okay. is a fairer thing to say. Uh, you're not wrong, but you're not also entirely right. I don't think overall. I. I I think you're right in the sense that I might have barricaded myself behind a wall that I I shouldn't have started building. Well, I mean, but I that's think the a, movies. That, that, so I I what I would say is that the 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 sequels try to speak to what the first movie spoke to, but they don't do it as well, and they. Well, you'll get no argument. And, from and at that. times they do it so poorly that you just think, "Fuck!" Does anybody remember that first movie? But but he, here's where like uh, here's where I think our project is different from the majority of of film lovers and critics who are going to be tackling these movies is that on this podcast our mission is to um, embrace differences in sequels and to sure. judge every movie on its own merits and I think it's kind it's interesting. To me, because the majority of the criticism is based around the fact that this is a this is a portrayal of the the vision that First Blood set out for the Rambo character and for the world it was creating. That's what the majority of of, right. of the snobbery around these movies comes from. But you know, we go back to that age old question. Well, I say age old. That <laughs> at least on this podcast. <laughs> Of how much should a sequel nod to the original? And I'm gonna, I, I'll, I'll barricade myself behind a wall that says, for the most part, 
I think these movies walk that tightrope quite well. Of acknowledging where it came from, but doing something entirely different. And entirely different each time. Notice there's okay. no quality judgments there. <laughs> that is no. just this just a no, right. I'm 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 simply talking about, you know, whether they mention the original, how they are mentioned the original, how they depart from it. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Those can I'll be give you that. vastly different in terms of whether or not they're good and bad decisions, but I I feel like th- this is a series that wants to acknowledge its past uh the the level of success of that is is a totally different story. All right. <laughs> but this, All you know, right. this is this was our, you know, for me having come off the Harry Potter movies, this is a great has been a great palate cleanser. We're we're looking at <laughs> and, uh, Sorry. It's refreshing. I just love that you consider you know, I I think the high point for for this series is one of the movies has a body count of like four hundred and sixty six, and 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 you're deftly describing it as a palate cleanser. That's right. It's great. Well, I, it, that's great. In terms of it, it, in terms of it being refreshing that we're able to do to talk about um, an actor, writer, producer, director, and apparently editor mm-hmm. who um, we have mutual admiration for. Yeah. Um and I mean I grew up with Sylvester Stallone and his movies. Yeah, and actually I actually with I, a lot of affection for his movies. I have a too, lot of affection you know? too and and I I wanted to I mean I don't think we made that clear when we did our Rocky 4 breaking news episode uh how much uh-huh. how, what kind of what Stallone heads we are. Largely because we're talking about a string of bad decisions that he made. But um so it's not really our fault. <laughs> but uh you know, I wanted to, I want to ask you a question to see how deep in the hellhole you are. Okay, so ah. how blind are you to how bad Stallone can be sometimes? <laughs> where Where are you? How far How far in the hole are you? Because I'm pretty far down. Uh, you know, it's yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because. I was ruminating on that quite a bit as I was watching these movies. I I would actively start thinking, okay, is this bad acting or is he so deep into the character? Like I would I would find myself self start starting to I I would find myself starting to defend him even as I was actively thinking, well that's not too good right there. And I would try to find little outs for myself. <laughs> this is it. I was just going to say, like, what, what, like, where do you draw the line? What do you give him a pass on? Yeah. Because my, my sense of that seems to differ greatly from, uh, you know, my fellow film goers and fellow film critics. Right. Um... Well, you mentioned that you you felt like this series gets viewed by critics as getting progressively worse. Yeah. You know, they're all roughly the same (laughs) if you take into account, say, Rotten Tomatoes. You know, Rambo 2 was at 35%, 39% for Rambo 3, I think it's 38% for 
Rambo, there's a dip for Last Blood where it goes down to 26%, mm-hmm. for whatever that's worth. And, well, I, I, I myself was rather astonished to see that there wasn't a bigger dip for Rambo Last Blood, but... Mm. But that's just me. Yeah, I mean, that is just the sense. That's just the sense I get. Uh, I think it's. I think it's. But really, those first three, they're all kind of. They're really close to each other. I think so, but um, it's interesting. I think this is a really good test of our our like respective biases towards Stallone because. Mm-hmm. Starting with Rambo means that you know you can't justify it intellectually in the way that you would say the Rocky series or right. Demo- okay. Demolition Man, which is you know a work of satire. Um, yeah. You all, but you also can't. You know, like I could, I could defend Rocky movies intellectually for the most part. Um, I could also defend the the Expendables because it's basically a live action cartoon and works brilliantly on that level. On that level, right? With this, there's, there's, I can't go to either defense really, so it really tests, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, implicit bias uh, we have because you know what's your what's your defense of some of the things that we're seeing on 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 screen? <laughs> right. And this this franchise, I think, you know, I'm overgeneralizing by saying that a lot of people think these movies progressively get worse. Where I'm coming from is firstly that. That this series never had that latter day rescue that the Rocky series had with Rocky Balboa and the Creed movies that just completely restored its reputation. Um, right. Well, that's one thing that struck me was I thought, you know what Sylvester Stallone should never do? Make a fifth movie in which he shows shots in the closing credits from the first four movies as a definitive. We did it, everybody, because because <laughs> it's always a sign of he's just made the shittiest movie in the series. Right. Yeah. I've, I, <laughs> I'm, notably, a mistake he makes in uh, both Rambo and Rambo Last Blood, uh, <laughs> which is which is very very notable. Um, I, yeah, I know. I, I I absolutely agree with that. But I, I also wanted to draw attention to the fact that David Morrell, who wrote the novel that First Blood is based on. Right. But he also wrote novels of the other movies as they came out. Right. And, 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 to, and to that point, he, upon seeing Last Blood, he disowned the franchise publicly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, bear in mind... He novelized Rambo First Blood Part 2 and Rambo 3. This guy's willing to put up with a lot of shit happening right. to his creation. Well, <laughs> and and to that point, to that point, he's willing to put up with a lot because the novel, the first novel is vastly different. Mm, true. Rambo Rambo in that first novel is psychotic. Mm-hmm. He kills everybody. He does not, people might forget this, he does not kill anybody in the first movie. Unless you want to talk about Galt in the helicopter. Helicopter deaths it's don't... It's more of an accident. He the, throws this, a rock at the helicopter and the guy falls anything, out. It's that the helicopter deaths don't count. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So he doesn't kill anybody, and at the end of the novel, Troutman actually kills him. Yeah. So, A, to their credit, I think, they wanted the character to be more sympathetic in the movie, so that's why the first movie is so vastly different than the novel. Yeah. And, B, they didn't kill him because they wanted the possibility of more movies. But to see where they choose to go in these sequels <laughs> is... Yeah. You know... Both astonishing and delightful. And the, the, and then, at times, you know, troubling. troubling. <laughs> That's the perfect way of putting it. And yeah. I, I believe, actually, the decision to, to not have him either die or commit suicide at the end of First Blood was an on-set decision. That was yeah, a call made exactly. during filming. In fact, Kirk Douglas was going to be playing Troutman and dropped out because of them even talking about that this might not happen. <laughs> and there's also, I think, I, I believe there's a, you know, there's a number of of film critics who have posited the suggestion uh, a la um, Indiana Jones' Han Solo's Carbonite Dream that <laughs> that uh, everything that happens in in the remaining Rambo movies is all going on in Rambo's head in the seconds before he commits suicide. In jail. <laughs> I've heard that theory uh, up until, you know, that uh the up until Last Blood, that there were people who were still convinced he was gonna come out of his uh kind of delirious PTSD fantasy and kill himself at the end of First Blood. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Which which goes to, to, to show how how far how divergent these sequels are from yeah. from the original vision. But uh you know, that is not automatically a bad thing in my opinion. And I also wanted, you know, to draw attention to how different these movies are from each other. Mm-hmm. That is that's, well, that's a that's yes not and all, no. That's not always a positive, but it's it can be it can be a positive. Like I don't want to see the same sequel over and over again, especially when we're watching. Well, here's the thing, though. You do. <laughs> you do see the same sequel over again. You do, and you don't. These sequels <laughs> do are simultaneously vastly different, but every single sequel essentially has hey there's people that need saving or at least a person that needs saving he goes in to get them and must escape that's the plot for every yeah. single one so but but i think for what it's worth tonally tonally yeah right. It, <laughs> right it shifts from movie to movie absolutely in very interesting ways which have a lot to do about what's going on behind the scenes uh you know i i don't i don't normally um i try to do as little research as possible before i see the movies and you mm -hmm. know follow up afterwards if i have to but you know i i'd rather just talk about it on the podcast and find out things for the first time here the credits of these movies asked so many questions that i had no choice but to follow up and the answers were even more staggering than I could possibly imagine. <laughs> now, is that something you should save for each episode? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's it's just there are there are a lot of uh, 
let's just just as a teaser i'll say I, i've seen some credits that i've never seen before or since in any movie <laughs> appear in the credits of these right. movies <laughs> all right noted now can i assume as we're about to start ranking these movies should i just assume that there's a blanket love for number are, are you going for number three first because you love all third sequels do you just sit in your underwear and watch the third sequel like you're a dirty little sequel you want me to watch you don't you <laughs> is it everyone's, on top everyone's like don't go in there he's watching his thirds don't go in <laughs> He'll be, he'll be done in like two days. He'll work it out of his system. It'll be fine. Right. Uh, you know what? This is, this is, this again, contrary to popular opinion, these movies bear rewatching because uh, I, when, for, when Last Blood was released in 2019, I, I watched all the First Blood slash Rambo movies again. And then watched it. So that's and went to see less it. than two years ago. I did the same thing that we just done in the past week, um, right. with the exception of First Blood, and although I saw that on TV separately recently, <laughs> so that's that's blown <laughs> that. Um, and I've completely reevaluated from my ranking then to now. Like I, it's funny you say I that because it, I kind of had a similar journey. I had but. it in my mind that, I mean, partly because it's like, of course, the third one is the best because, you know, I'm Tom Stewart and that's what I do, and I and I approve this message, but um, right. But that, all right, give it to me. What's your top? Yeah, Rambo sequel. Uh, my top Rambo sequel is. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Whoa, okay. Well, Rambo First Blood Part 2, my top as well. Interesting. I, I yeah. in my rankings, I, in my rankings, I'm doing something. I found my top very easy and my bottom very easy. The middle was a bit of a struggle. Interesting. Uh, upon this viewing, I had no problem ranking. I have a very is that right? Yeah, no problem ranking. But, but movies shifted positions from, you know, eighteen months ago. <laughs> okay. Now, are you like me? Are you going Rambo: Last Blood is the bottom of the barrel? Yes. Yeah, me too. You know what? And I was disappointed. When I saw it 18 months ago, I was still disappointed this time. I I, I still affection for the the very beginning of the movie and the very end of the movie. Everything in between is mm. just such a racist piece of shit. I can't. So racist. It's so hard to watch. God I mean, th fuck. there's a, you know, we talk about where do you draw the line on your, on your love of Stallone. And it's when he's slandering an entire country. Right. That's where I draw the line. Agreed. <laughs> okay, so uh, where do you go for for three, four? Um. So are we going? Are we going top or bo bottom up or top down? 
Go go top. Yeah. What's two? What's three? Okay. Two is Rambo three. Which, unsurprisingly, 18 months ago, I thought was the best Rambo sequel. You thought it was the best. There's there's wow. a certain there's a certain euphoria I have for a sequel that has figured out the formula and is just having fun with it. Yes. And this is the most fun so... of all these movies. Right or okay. right or uh... wrong. Sorry, I had to go. I, Michael I think over I disagree there. with that. I think Rambo: First Blood Part Two is more fun, but that's the thing about these first two sequels is that they are fun. The last two sequels are devoid of fun, at all. So yeah, I so I think, yeah. but so my journey was when I first saw Rambo Part Three in the theaters when it first came out. Yeah. I remember hating really? that movie. I thought yes. that would be way up your alley. I thought it would, had fallen so far down a shitty rabbit hole, I was like, I'm done with this series. And then upon this viewing, I'm watching it, and three quarters of the way through, I thought to myself, why did I hate this movie so much? This is so much fun. And then I saw the end, and I remembered a tank ramming a helicopter, and I thought, well, that was probably it. That's probably what I fucking hated. That was really dumb. But like you, I'm, I'm, now I almost want to switch just so we can argue, but I'm, I'm the same way. I'm three and then four. So two, three, four, five in We're order. We're chronological. We're both chronological. I've never been chronological before. Yeah. Have you? I think hmm. you might have been. I think I have been. I think you did it on Jaws and maybe Superman. Yes. Okay. No, I. but I've yes. never done that. On both. You're I've never right. done that before. Yeah, you you have an abhorrent so, predilection for, for third sequels that is, that is strange. So, again, so we're All kind right. of confirming this idea that they get progressively worse over time. But I think we are, I think right. our good yeah. bad rankings will will tell a different story. I have a feeling. <laughs> yes. Which is yeah, I mean I'm I think it's fascinating to have to declare these movies as This is where you good need it. Because yeah. all, you know, we, we just sound like a couple of, you know, snobby film critics who don't like action movies right now. Mhm. But I love them. Yeah, me too. Let's find out yeah. how much. <laughs> exactly right. Okay. Is Rambo First Blood Part 2 a good movie? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It's so fucking great. I love that movie. I I again, I'm going to I'm going to hold back until we talk about the episode, but I again as a teaser I am going to say something that I have never said before about a movie and probably will never say again. About Rambo right. First Blood Part 2. But you're not going to say it now. No, because I want people to listen to the okay. next episode. <laughs> and is Rambo 3 a good movie? Very much so. <laughs> 
like you. Well, so I had an evolution. Oh. I I started off going into Rambo 3, remembering and saying to myself, this movie was fucking awful. And by the end of it, I thought, that movie's really fun. Fun is the operative word. Yeah. And so, yeah, for me, good movie. I'm okay with it. Nice. Now, what about Rambo 4? You mean Rambo? Because I think we both think Rambo 5. Sorry, yeah. No, you can call it Rambo. Rambo Rambo Last Blood. Can I assume that Rambo Last Blood, you're saying bad movie? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've already given my caveat, which is that there's some very interesting stuff in the beginning of the movie. It ends in a very satisfying way, but, but everything in between makes it a bad movie. Okay. I agree. So I think it's a bad movie as well. Rambo 4, mm. is this a good movie? In the words of uh, George Lucas, good enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good movie. But I, but I definitely struggled with that decision. Oh, I am, it's, I am so on the fence <laughs> it's about really that hard. movie. It's so difficult to definitively declare this movie as good or bad. Because like I said before, this movie is devoid of fun. Like the first two sequels. Yes, 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 yes. But I think that's purposeful. Mm-hmm. I think he, I think in Stallone's mind, he wanted something to harken back more to the original. And clearly, he wanted to speak to the horrors of war. Because this is a gore fest, this movie. It, it'd be interesting to see, and I don't have an answer to this, what came first. A movie about Burmese genocide... Or the idea of doing another Rambo. Did one help fund the other? Um, well, <laughs> I, I've got some good notes good, on that. Good. We'll wait till we get to the episode, I think. But 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 it is. It, uh, it, it's, it's very much. It's a much like Superman three. You know, it's a movie where the the titular character is a, an incidental actor in his own story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I, my my feeling was, I mean, I, I had the same reservations. I, again, I'm I'm thinking about you know the. I'm thinking about the time in which it was released. This was clearly, you know, he was clearly doing trying to do a Rocky Balboa, for the Rambo series. Right. It's definitely less successful than that. At the time, it was deemed an absolute Agreed. failure. In a way that Rocky Balboa wasn't, critically. Yes. But I th- I feel like the 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 character <laughs> there's two things. The character of Rambo really comes out clear in a way it doesn't in any of the other sequels, and I've got to give that movie credit for that. Like I buy this version of Rambo. I really do, in a way that I okay, in a way I, that I, I don't, can... and I don't care about in Rambo three. Like I don't care that this doesn't feel. See like my Rambo. problem. All right, so I, and I haven't even declared yet. So let okay, me declare. Sorry. I think this. I think this movie's bad. Okay. And I. 
but I could go either way. I could say it's good, but with like heavy reservations and I'm, but I'm declaring bad with a little bit of regret. Well, <laughs> so because I can see what you're speaking to about the most believable version of, of Rambo and all of these sequels. Like if you just didn't have the first two sequels and he got out of jail and went to Thailand and this was his life, that would make complete sense to me. However, he makes choices in this movie that are not motivated, not explained. And essentially the whole movie just shouldn't have taken place to me. Mm -hmm. So in that way, it's bad. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm going to, I I hear, we'll get there when we get there. I hear what you're saying. I am. However, I'm probably going to use your argument that so much of it seems deliberate that I think it's an overall success in what it's trying to do. See, and that's the other thing that I struggle with is is for what that movie wanted to do, I think it succeeds on that level. Mm-hmm. So it's so tough, but but again, I think in terms of just sequels, it's the lack of fun juxtaposed against the first two movies which I really like that makes me go eh no yeah and that's At the de- end of the day that's no. definitely Sorry. for me why it's three out of four because because uh, First Blood Part 2 is very clearly a, it, it's a movie that, that tries to walk a tonal tightrope mm-hmm. between serious and and stupid yeah, and, um, and it does it really well, marvelously. Uh, Rambo three is pure fun and doesn't pretend to be anything else. Yes, this movie is is no fun and doesn't pretend to be anything else. So, right, but you know that is definitely the least satisfying. Uh, and I experience. think I think you just hit on. Yeah, and I think you just hit on my overall why I have to say no to the movie is that. It's it's an unsatisfying movie in that way. I think that's the perfect word. Yeah. But uh, you know, as as an as a kind of answer But or... I can appreciate what the movie's trying to do. Yeah. I mean, it's it's you know. I think it's like it's almost like an it almost plays like an answer or a riposte to Rambo 3 in the same way Rocky Balboa did to to Rocky 5. And I actually think mm-hmm. it works as a, you know, as a sequel that is um, trying to undermine its own excesses and answer for yes. them. Oh, absolutely. But I think it's all trying to do that. And I'll say this, too. It feels like a far more legitimate end for that <laughs> character than adding Last Blood you does. Took... I, I don't know what... I don't know what what made Stallone say I need to do something for this character again. I don't think he can help himself. I really because don't. the fourth movie feels like a far more natural ending for the character altogether. You took the words right out of my mouth, and I really don't think Stallone can help himself. Um, yeah, like <laughs> yeah. any a- any time he gets away with reviving a franchise and people liking it. He doubles down immediately. 
mm-hmm. and people didn't even like Rambo. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and right. he still decided to make another one because I presume in his head he's like, well, now people didn't like that. I've got to answer the thing that didn't work, even though the thing that didn't work was already the answer to the other thing that people didn't like. Right, yeah, So it's, totally. It, you know, I just don't think he can help himself. He's recutting Rocky Four for reasons best known to himself. Um, you know, I think this this like late career tinkering again. George Lucas comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I I I just wanted to kind of end this uh, more than minisode. It it appears um, by saying yeah, we're, that we're, uh, <laughs> we're gonna wrap yeah, up here. Um, there was a phrase that uh, I heard on a podcast. The podcast is How Did This Get Made? Um, and it was uh, Jessica St. Clair, who I think is a, is an excellent comedian and actress. Um, and she just, disc- I can't remember what Stallone movie they were talking about, but she said something that's always stuck with me about Stallone and, and makes me think immediately of the Rambo franchise, which is that he's a, he's a secret smart person. Yeah. That's my favorite phrase about Stallone, because when I'm watching these movies, I feel like they're made by someone who is smart, but doesn't want anyone to know he's smart. <laughs> like a man who... I, th- I, I think I have to agree with a that. A man who kind of understands cinema and what it can do, and where you can go with it, but but doesn't want anyone reading too much into what he's doing. Well, I think we'll have an excellent chance to talk about that in our next episode with First Blood Part 2 when you consider that the first draft of that script was written by James Cameron. I got a lot to say about that. <laughs> okay, me too. So, speaking of reading ladies too much, and gentlemen, speaking of reading too much into it, I'm going to read <laughs> a lot of James Cameron into that movie. <laughs> All right. So uh, I have, I think I have this correct when I say we are both in order, yep. two, three, four, five. You say two, three, and four are yep. good, five is bad. I'm saying two and three are good, four and five are bad. So I, I, it, We're close. In answer to my question, I am deeper in the, in the Stallone hellhole than you are. <laughs> That's sufficiently uh, answered. a smidgen, though, because <laughs> I am almost willing to jump into that hole with you. I'm All like right. I'm like your tra- I'm basically like your Troutman at this point. All right, it's like it's like exactly. I know you want to I know you want to go. Just accept who you are, yeah. Johnny. I know you want to go. I know you have to go. Let's just dispense <laughs> with the illusion, shall we? I am the combat veteran of sequels. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned for Rambo: First Blood Part Two coming up. For Tom Stewart from Lonesome Whistle Productions, I am Michael Schantz from the How Dare You Awards. You'll be hearing us soon. Say goodbye, Tom. God would have mercy. He won't. (laughs) Perfect. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. 
Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple, digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.